Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. to just podcast. It, I kicked the stool. Oh, I thought somebody was knocking on my door. And it I was seemed scared. like it for a minute. I was scared. I just make Mars. There's a stool up under here mm-hmm. and my feet, they kick it sometimes because it's a little close. Yeah. And you, you have such long legs. I do. I have such long legs. <laughs> I, for those of you who have not met me, I mean, I have <laughs> such long legs that when you do meet me, you'll be like, Whoa. whoa. Yeah. Those are some legs. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. believe it or not, I'm taller than her. I mean, I've got, I've also got the very, very long legs. You have longer legs than me, but you do not have a longer torso than me. And so therefore you are not taller than me. I am. If you look at pictures, I am definitely taller than you. You just, in your mind, think you're taller because you've told fibs about your height for such a long time. No, there's no fibbing. <laughs> there's no fibbing. <laughs> I will tell you that I am under tall. Under tall. For my weight. Yeah. <laughs> I should be a Me lot taller, well. maybe 10 feet. Me as well. But that's okay. It's all good. I mean, I just have to deal with it. You can't have beauty and height. I mean, come on. <laughs> and smart. And you smart. Got, something's got to give, right? Something's got to give. You got to take one for the team somewhere. Right. All right. So this time it's my turn to be in the kitchen. And I'm appreciative of that. Me Quite too. appreciative. Me too. And with the fall weather coming in, I thought, you know, I am, I love those caramel apple spice drinks you get from Starbucks. Yes. I just love them. Yes. There's just something so warming about them. It's very warming. So I decided to see if I could find a recipe out there that you can make it at home. That's brilliant. And damn sure did. Damn sure. It turned into two recipes. Two. Two. Two in one. So it's a double recipe episode. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's octo-fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so I found the recipes on a website called snacksandsips.com. Oh, that's cute. And this is a caramel apple spice Starbucks copycat. I love that. What I did not know is that the caramel apple spice, I was just going to tell you why I love it so much, has cinnamon dulce syrup in it. Oh, yeah. And I we love, love the cinnamon this. dolce latte. Yeah, we do. That's, we love those. That's the only latte I get at Starbucks. Yep. 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 Well, there's a recipe for that. There's a recipe for oh, that? Oh, my God. It's that's true. So exciting. It's true. So the first thing you do is you need to make your cinnamon dolce syrup. So very easy. You, It takes sugar, brown sugar, water, cinnamon, and vanilla. Kill a vanilla? Kill a vanilla. Of course it yes. does. The first thing that you're going to do is take the put your sugars in a pan with some water or a pot, whatever you want to call it. A, a pan, a pot pan. Well, <laughs> I don't know if we should call it a pot pan. So you're going to take your sugars and put them in a pan 
and then you add your water. Okay. Okay. And you can bring that to a bowl until your until your sugars are dissolved. Um, you got to dissolve your sugars. Dissolve your sugars. Nobody wants a grainy syrup. No. No. You're going to stir that constantly. Okay. And once those syrups are dissolved, you're going to add in the sugars. sugars. Once those sugars are dissolved, you're going to add in a teaspoon of sugar. uh, Jiminy crickets. You're going to get it. It's okay. A teaspoon of cinnamon and two teaspoons of kilo vanilla. If it's not kilo vanilla, it won't work. Correct. And then you're going to, you're going to heat that like to a slow boil Mm -hmm. for about three to five minutes. And this is a syrup, so it's supposed to be a little syrupy, not real thin. That's going to have a little bit of a gift okay. to it, but not real thick, not thick like caramel. Or pancake syrup. Right. But a little gift, not okay. like water. And once you've got that all mixed together, mm-hmm. um, you put it off to the side. Okay. Then you're going to get, you can either use apple juice or apple cider. And I found the Honeycrisp apple cider at the store. I love a Honeycrisp apple. I think you do, too. I think I do. I think that's really the only apple that I like to eat. Me, too. (laughs) Yeah. So you take two cups of apple cider, and you start to heat that up, and then you're going to put in, let me get the measurement right, because I don't want to tell you wrong, Mm -mm. two tablespoons of your cinnamon dolce syrup. Okay. Two tablespoons of caramel sauce. Okay. And then you're going to heat that to a boil on the stove. And the reason why you boil it is because you want to get those flavors to go in. Yeah, you just want to get them all married together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you just pour it in your cup, top it with some whipped cream, and you could do a caramel drizzle. Yeah. I sprinkled a little cinnamon on cinnamon. it. And voila, it's amazing. Yeah. It tastes just like it. I'm tasting it right now. I'm sipping on it. It's and delightful. I'm, I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite so delighted happy. because it's delightful. And that cinnamon dolce syrup, you can put it in a jar or an airtight container in your refrigerator, and it'll keep for six months. Folks, that will get you right through the holiday season. Yes, and you can have your own kind of latte thing. Yeah, but you could also put a little bit of that cinnamon dolce syrup in your coffee. Yeah. I mean, oh, love Mm. it. I feel so happy. I feel so happy. I'm so happy that you're happy. Yeah, so go ahead and make me sad with your... (laughs) Yeah, now that you're happy... With your murder. I'm going to make you mad and sad. First, we're going to hear from some of our podcast friends. Great. I always love to hear from my podcast friends. I as well. Have you ever wondered what the top 10 most streamed 90s songs are? Maybe the top 10 most common phobias. I'm Nick, host of the Tennis Podcast... Every episode, me and my various sidekick hosts share fun facts and hot takes as we try to guess each other's top 10-ish list. Here's a little preview. People will just shock a guy to death if someone in a lab coat asks semi-nicely. Chickens outnumber humans more than two to one. It is the only R-rated film to gross a billion dollars. Listen to Tennis Podcasts now on any podcast app. That's one zero ish podcast. Welcome back to Judge Jordan. You know who it is. Whoa, whoa, it's- whoa, Matt. This isn't an episode. This is our promo. Well, what's a promo? It's to tell everybody about our podcast, K with the Boys. Oh, where you and I get together and talk about craft beer and combat sports and horror movies and whatever else is on our mind? Yeah, from Buckle to Bell, we cover the best combat news in the biz. Oh, yeah, we do do that, don't we? Yeah, every week. Yeah, and you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, and on YouTube. We're at GNWTV on all social media. So catch us out there and have a beer with us. Cheers. Cheers.
And we want to congratulate DKM with the boys because it happens to be coming up on their 100th episode. Guys, we're so proud of you. Keep up the good work and we love you. So first, I'm going to tell you about a social media app that I've never heard of. Okay. Which I thought I knew them and I thought I knew them all, but it's, I didn't. Oh, wow. There's one called Tagged. Tagged? Yeah. So it was founded in 2004. It was a, it, it was called a social discovery app. And it was originally for users under the age of 18. Okay. So it was like a kid-friendly social app. All right. But two years... What does it do, though? You just tag somebody? Is it like playing tag the game? It's like social media. It's like Facebook kind of a thing. Okay. You know, it's kind of... You can chat with people and you can tag them. Okay. Yeah. And you can tag the things that you like and then other people that have the same tags, it'll get put into your feed. Oh, so it's all about the tag. It's all about the tagging. So until 2006, and then they decided there'd be no age limit. Oh, no. So to me, that's problematic. That is extremely problematic. That problem has nothing to do with this story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But the social media app will come into play. Okay. I just had never heard of it, and I was just like, what the heck? Yeah, I hadn't heard of it either. Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about Collie Wheeler Weaver. Wow. It's, that, a, lot of, it's a, lot. a lot of letters in your mouth. Collie Wheely Weaver. No, no, it's no Weegly. It's Wheeler. Wheeler. Collie Wheeler Weaver. Wow. I can't yes. say that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of letters. It is a lot of letters. He was born in 1996 to a well-to-do family in Orange North. North Jersey? No, what? it's New Jersey. I've made up a new state, guys. There's, North Jersey. Yeah, there's now a North Jersey, <laughs> not as new as the New Jersey. So his stepdad was in law enforcement and his uncle w- retired from law enforcement as well. After high school, he worked as a security guard and had plans to be law enforcement as well. Wow, that's fun. Yeah. So then I'm going to talk to you about Robin West. Okay. Okay. Robin West was from Philly, but she was prostituting at the Garden State Motel in Union Township, New Jersey. All right. Okay. On August 31st, 2007, she went to North Jersey to celebrate her 20th birthday. Oh, my goodness. Her family also had planned a birthday for her as well, and she did not show up for that, and they knew immediately something was wrong. The next day, they reported her missing. Witnesses had reported Robin getting into a vehicle mm-hmm. with a gentleman who turned out to be Collie Wheeler Weaver. Oh. Future law enforcement guy. Right, right. Right. Aspirations. Um, so he told police, yeah, they had gone to lunch together and afterwards he had dropped her off. And they were like, Oh, well, where'd you drop her off? And he was like, Um, an abandoned house. Oh, Collie. Yeah. Golly oh, Collie. Oh, golly, Collie. <laughs> So on September 1st, which was the next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Firefighter, fighter, fighter. See, it's an epidemic. (laughs) Firefighters responded to a house fire. Oh, wow. At an abandoned house. Oh, no. And there was a body inside. It was unrecognizable. It was so burned that they could not tell if it was a male or a female. That's just sad. Yeah, so... Of course, they had to do an autopsy. The autopsy showed the victim had been strangled to death and then set ablaze. Mm. A few weeks later, through dental records, 
the body was identified as 20-year-old Robin West. Oh, Robin. At the time, police took Weaver's story as true, and they did not arrest him. Okay. Because don't most men pick up prostitutes to take them to lunch? Especially future police officers. Yeah. They, love, they they really like taking the, the sex workers to lunch. They do. They really do. And then just dropping them off in an abandoned building. Makes sense. Because that's where she has to go. Of course. She's of a course sex she worker. Takes. She loves abandoned buildings. Of course. Everybody does. Everybody. So, October 22nd, 33-year-old Joanne Brown suffered from mental illness issues. She was homeless. She often prostituted for survival. That day, she had spoken to a friend from a phone and told her that she was with a guy uh-huh. and she would see them later. And that phone was later um, tied back to our friend. Not Collie. Weaver. Yes. Dang it, Collie. Yes. You're not going to make it onto the force. This is going to be really, you got some explaining to do. So then on November 22nd, which was a month later, Sarah Butler, who was twenty year a 20-year-old college student and a lifeguard and a dancer in training, not a prostitute, okay? She's okay. no prostitute. She asks her mom to borrow the minivan and left her home in Montclair, New Jersey, saying she would be back in a couple hours. She was going to a recording studio to do some work there okay and um she never returned that she never came back they never heard from her she wasn't answering her phone Uh, it was it was like she just disappeared off the earth and they reported her missing and started frantically searching for her three days later the missing minivan was found in orange new jersey which was about seven miles away from where she had gone from like she had left in montclair okay So as they looked for Sarah, one of her sisters was able to break into Sarah's social media account. And they knew that she used this app called Tagged. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. They were able to see that the day she disappeared, she was communicating with somebody on the app whose name was Lil Lil Yacht Rocky or Lil Rock Yacht or some. There's a rock and a yacht and a Lil. (laughs) That's what I know. (laughs) So... She um, had agreed to meet up with him. Now, he had offered her $500 for sex, but she really didn't even take that seriously. Right. She was meeting up with him at this recording studio. Oh. So the last thing, the last message (laughs) that she sent to him was, you're not a serial killer, right? Oh, no. To which he did not respond. No, I'm sure he didn't. So, but I'm just gonna say the first red flag is when you got somebody offering you money for sex. Maybe don't I know. Meet, don't don't I meet know. that guy. I don't know. Is this something that that twenty year olds do? Like, ha ha, I'll pay you five hundred bucks for sex. I don't know. Well, I certainly hope. We- I don't know. I don't. I know, and I'm not passing judgment. I just no. am not aware. Yeah. So, on the fifth of December, Joanne Brown, remember the 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 lady, the homeless yes, lady. Yes. Yes. Her body was found inside of a vacant house by some contractors. There's something about these abandoned houses that we need to get a handle on. Agreed. And her body was a little decomposed. She had duct tape over her mouth and her nose. (sighs) And she had been strangled with the jacket 
with the arm of her jacket, which was near her body, which I think is really rude. That is rude. Don't don't string with my own clothes. That's really That's good. not okay. Yeah. So go back to Sarah. Okay. Sarah's sister went on to tagged and made a fake account and waited. Oh my. Isn't she brave? She's very brave. Sure enough, someone reaches out to her with the handle Lil Rocky Yacht or Lil Rocky, Lil Rock Yacht. I don't know. Some yacht near in a rock. I don't understand <laughs> any of it, but it's okay. So, and and she knew this was the guy. This was the last person that her sister had been in contact with. So they contact police. Oh, that thank goodness. I know. I'm so glad. And... So then the sister agrees to meet at a restaurant at a Panera um, a couple days later with Lil Rock Yachty. Right. Lil Yachty Rock. Rocky Yacht. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. The guy. This guy. This guy. So she, the police set up a sting all around the Panera. Okay. And then what do you know? Up drives Kali Wheeler Weaver, Mr. Alphabet Soup. <laughs> Who is arrested and questioned by police. Oh. Yes. And then on 12-1, Sarah's body was found in Eagle Rock Reservation in West Orange, New Jersey. Right. She had been covered up with debris and had been strangled with the leg of her own sweatpants. What? There was indication of sexual assault. Oh, my gosh. Because she wasn't interested in having sex. With the little rocky with little rocky yacht, yacht. Little, little rocky yacht. My so, God. yes. So, as the case is being investigated, police discover a fourth victim. No, this one survived. Oh, thank goodness. So, November fifteenth. So she was in between. She was in between Sarah and Joanne, if I'm not mistaken. Tiffany Taylor. She was homeless and several months pregnant. She was no. desperate. She agreed to meet Kali Wa- Wally, Kali Wheeler Weaver for sex because she was so desperate for money. This is not something she wanted to do. She said that when he picked her up, he was wearing a half ski mask. A half ski mask. But she said it was cold and she needed the money. Right. So she was like, I just had to take my chances. Right. So... They rode around and tried to get a hotel room, but neither one of them had their ID on them. So they couldn't get a hotel. They couldn't rent a hotel room. So she thought, I guess that's it for our evening. And so then he parked and she was going to go get out of the car thinking this is the end of our night. And he hit her over the head with something um, really like dazed her. Right. And then handcuffed her duct taped her mouth and dragged her into the back seat and raped her. Oh my God. And started to strangle her. Right. She fought and fought and fought and then decided talking is better. So she convinced him to take her back to where she was staying to get her phone because that way her, her people could find her body. Her family could find her body. Oh, okay. Somehow he agreed to do this. Wow. And so she, when he pulled up to where she was staying, she escaped his car. She had actually pulled her hand through a handcuff. Like that is desperate. That is desperate. And she 
escaped and grabbed her phone and wherever she was, she was able to shut and lock the door Mm -hmm. and lock him out and call police. Oh, wow. So she called police and police come and take a statement and they do not believe her. What? Mm -mm. She's a sex worker. She's homeless. Oh my God. We don't believe her. We don't see any, we don't see any problems here. Right. Wow. But they did you know, arrest him eventually because of the Sarah Butler thing. And it makes me wonder, was he a, like he was questioned in one sex worker case and then they believed him and so they let him go. Right. They they he he was identified in this case with a sex worker. They didn't believe her and so they didn't go after him. She was able to identify him. Wow. And could show them on her phone the the, the message, message, right? And they didn't care. Wow. It wasn't until Sarah Butler went missing and her family intervened. The girl who was not the sex worker. And she was not a sex worker. That is infuriating. Infuriating. It's just really horrendous and shame on this police department. Yes. Shame on them. And I hope between 2007 and now they've gotten their act together. I hope so too. Because we don't do that anymore. No. Everybody's life counts. We don't care what they do for a living. That's right. And we understand that sex worker is never on a three-year-old's what am I going to be when I grow up list. It's desperation. It is desperation. So at trial, this Tiffany goes and was able to identify him in court. She was very brave. She faced down her attacker. She was scared senseless. I'm sure. And cried and everything. And of course, he said the whole time, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. She's, I'm being set up by the police. And I'm like, dude, you were given two free passes by the police. Right. So he ends up being convicted of 11 different charges. Wow. Of attempted murder, murder, sexual assault, desecration of a body. Right. Mm-hmm, Good. Mm-hmm. All of them. But all of them. Yes. One big pot of soup. And that's what we did. And I love it because this judge was not playing. Good. He gave him 160 years. He didn't say life. Just he didn't say he said 160 years. And because of some rule on the books in New Jersey, he this dude will not be eligible for parole until he has served 145 years. Oh, I love that. Way Mm -hmm. to go, New Jersey. I know. So they at least the state of New Jersey got this right. Right. Because they they really did give him a sentence that made sense. Yeah. And he's a monster. He and I don't is. think he's going to be joining that law enforcement little no, club with his family. No, the force is not with you. No. Collie. The force oh. is not with you. Collie. <laughs> what a jerk. So, yeah. But um, sex workers, their lives matter, too. And we need to get it together as a country. Yes. And, and there's understand. so many unsolved cases of sex workers who've disappeared. And never even got investigated. Right. Their they families can... have been searching. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but I'm hoping that things are, I know there are, there's been a movement out there to try to solve these cases, to recognize these people as daughters and sisters and mothers, some mothers, yeah, to people there and their lives do matter. And and we did, when we went to CrimeCon, I think we heard a theme of this. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice to hear. Yeah. So, but I just wanted to, I wanted this story to be told because I wanted to point out that if it weren't for Sarah, God rest her soul. Yeah. If it weren't for her, these cases may never have been solved and he could still be doing this. Yeah. And clearly a serial killer. Clearly. And he was young when he was doing this. Right. Like he was born in 96. 
So, and this was kind of like the guy from Idaho. Yeah, 2007. I mean, he's, for me, I look at serial killers and I'm thinking mid 30s, 40s, 50s, you know what I'm yeah, like yeah. later on. Right. And this guy started early and he's actually considered not just to be a serial killer, but to be a spree killer. Oh, wow. Because he really didn't have much of a rest period in between. Right. It was a bam, bam, bam. Yeah. So, and I think he was just knocking them off. And, the prosecution did point out that the reason that he was focused on these women was that he didn't think that anybody would care. Right. He didn't think anybody would miss them. He thought he'd get away with it because they were just homeless or they were just sex workers. And he met up with the wrong girl. Yep. And that was Sarah Butler, whose family said, oh, no, you don't. Right. We're going to find you. Yeah. So hooray for them. Well, nicely done. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for bringing that to everybody's attention. My pleasure. My Very pleasure. good. Wow. That has been quite a day of storytelling. It's been a day. It's, yeah. it's been a day of storytelling and of um of beverages. Hot copycat fall beverages. Beverages. We're we having our beverage. It, it, it would be good with bourbon. Think, I'm not lying. I agree. I think a bourbon would be not delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to go to the liquor store and replenish. We do. Mm-hmm. We really do. So, yeah. All right. Well, listen, if you guys have any murders that you want us to research, we're open. Always open to that. Yeah, we can do it. Always open. Look into it. Oh, and guess what? We mentioned Killer Vanilla. We sell our own vanilla, guys. Don't know if you know, but we sell our own. We We make it and we sell it. And it's called Killer Vanilla. And if you want some, drop us an email. What's our email address? Oh, it's murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com. Oh, wow. That is what it is. Or you can just um, send us a slip into our DMs on Ooh, social media. <laughs> can we do that? Is that yeah, allowed? they can. They're, they're allowed to slip slip into our but DMs. Don't, ta- don't tag us on tagged because we're not there. We're not on tagged. We're not going to be on tagged. Oh. And I don't even, I've never even heard of tagged. I was yeah. scared to download it to my phone, but it, it, it does exist. It does. And Trout, Trout does not like it. Well, he doesn't like it either. He doesn't. Not a fan. I don't blame him. No. I mean, this just, I mean, Wheeler Weaver gave this tagged a bad reputation. Yeah, little, little rocky yacht. He had several, he had several names on there, rocky several yacht. profiles. Oh my God. Little Locky Rock. No, Locky. Rocky Yacht. I don't know. I don't, guys, I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand. It's like he just got some random words and put them together. I was like, that's cool. So, yeah. Well, I hope everyone has a fantastic week. And yes. most definitely, I hope that. You stay safe. Mm. And That's important. I can't remember the rest of it. Well, don't course, murder people. No, you have to stay sweet. Oh, stay sweet and don't murder. Have you let me introduce you to our podcast? I know. I'm having a complete <laughs> blank. It's the craziest thing. I might be. Can I stick my tongue out? Uh, yeah, I'm not having a stroke. <laughs> she really did stick that tongue out, too. <laughs> That's great. So anyway, stay sweet. Don't murder. If you kill people, we will talk about you. That's what it comes down to. That's it. Yeah, that's what it comes exactly down to. What and I've we said. we do want you to stay sweet, stay safe. And we do just head on a swivel, people. Yeah. Head on a swivel. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Pray for us. Goodbye. This has been Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening. 
to Sugar-Coated Murder Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.